ओम ज्ञान being spoken by my devotees like that. So we can all feel, isn't it? Yes. What? What do you want to say to you? Well, he's talking so we can't hear him. Oh. <laughs> 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 sit. Sit properly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm a great fan of these Prabhupada memories. I don't have that many of my own direct memories, you could say. Uh, I did write a book called My Memories of Prabhupada because wherever I went, devotees always used to ask me, well, tell me about, tell us about your memories of Prabhupada. So I wrote a book. <laughs> but I don't have it here to tell me to stop. To be reprinted soon. Um, But while we are living here in Prabhupada's presence, in the, I, I didn't know actually what an important place Atlanta was until I came here. I asked one devotee who was living here, what's the population? He didn't know the population. Of the city. Of the city, yeah. Almost six million. Six million? Approach from six million. Oh, that's why we drive such a long way. It's <laughs> a big city. I mean, we're living. We're staying with the devotee a long, long way. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, usually when I go to a place, I ask devotees about the population, the economy, and uh, to get some idea of how important it is. Jai Pataka Maharaj Ki! But actually, this, all those things, they have no actual importance, but just from a mundane point of view. And because we're preaching in different places, we want to know some, just like when Prabhupada came to America, he first spent time finding out about the place and the atmosphere and the mentality of the people. But actually this place is important because Prabhupada came here yes. and Srila Prabhupada came to so many places and they're all important because of that. And actually the whole earth planet has become important because Prabhupada's going everywhere. You can find his books everywhere. He's, he lives forever in his instructions. So wherever there are Prabhupada's books, there's Prabhupada. His instructions are not different from them. But this, I didn't know the importance of, of the place that they're Of course, we, we know about this Leela, how Prabhupada, he broke down in ecstasy and uh, heard it on the recording, but Srila Prabhupada lives in his disciples also, so their memories and how they're communicating, we can understand how Prabhupada is living in his disciples, that when they speak about Prabhupada, then everyone feels the presence of Prabhupada, so that shows Prabhupada and his disciples, and how Prabhupada manifested so much mercy in him. Especially you were talking about Srila Dhamma Maharaj and 
Uh, at that time, Richard Thompson wasn't known. He was he was a jewel who was to be later manifested. Very, I think even now most devotees they don't appreciate Sadar Prabhu. His his what what he's done. He's irreplaceable. Exactly. I he mean, wrote his first book up here, upstairs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his contribution is is uh, unique, and it's to to have someone, a genius person, who I mean, geniuses you don't find them loitering on every street corner. I mean, materially speaking, about geniuses, he knew so much about so many things and. So much scientific knowledge, always up to date with everything, but also absolute faith in Srila Prabhupada. So it's such a rare combination that someone can be very materially educated, and not just educated, just cramming information, but the, the ability to sort it all out and find Krishna at the end. That's what Prabhupada gave him. So, uh, yeah, you said that Prabhupada came. See through Damodar At that time, he was uh, Damodar Sarup, Brahmacharya. So that in itself, uh, that show that's very important. I, I didn't connect the things until you said that. You see how important it is to hear from different devotees. That how much importance Prabhupada gave to this scientific preaching. He built, he made a whole institute separate. I mean, it's actually legally formed separately from this one, although it's sister organization. That how much he wanted this preaching to the scientists, and he came here specifically to make Damodasuru. And to talk about organizing. And to talk about organizing, establishing the Bhaktivedanta Institute. He so much wanted this. Um, and just yesterday, who knows that saying? That? No, no, it was, I was listening to some recording yesterday, obviously, about how. That's manifesting now how this uh, defeating Darwinism. Prabhupada so much wanted to do that. At that time, no one was think, thinking about defeating Darwinism. Prabhupada was ahead of everyone in so many things. At that time, no one spoke that the United Nations are a bunch of rascals. Only Prabhupada spoke. No one could imagine. Prabhupada, so many things. Prabhupada, he was just ahead of everything. So, uh, defeating Darwin, no one imagined such a thing except these. These uh, creationists, Christian creationists, who people thought at the time and still are just a bunch of nutcases. <laughs> but scientifically defeating Darwinism, Prabhupada was convinced it can be done and it should be done because Darwin is wrong. He, he as Prabhupada said, he may have descended from a monkey, but we, <laughs> we descended from rishis. <laughs> so, Prabhupada. But then having come here, how Prabhupada manifested this uh, so much ecstasy and dis just distributed mercy there. Sometimes when Prabhupada just rained down mercy. And it's still there. It's, he lives forever by his divine instructions and the follower lives with him. So Prabhupada's still, you want the mercy of Prabhupada? It's still there. Just the follower lives with him. You have to follow Prabhupada and the mercy is all there. Anyway, uh, I'm a great fan of these memories of Prabhupada, the Lord is speaking about Prabhupada. I think you're all great fans, right? Yes. So, uh, I'm promoting these uh, DVDs that Siddhanta Prabhupada, I've got a whole bunch out there, along with my books. 
the uh, DVD series is 52, and she's made 53. I'm a, I'm a great supporter of this, so I'm trying to distribute. If you like this, you can see this out there on the. <laughs> It's not a commercial, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was here last year, of course. He came here last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not do, I don't need the money. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm promoting this because this is very important for we have to remember. And, and all the devotees, all the disciples of Prabhupada, if anyone even saw Prabhupada for a moment, that, that's especially heard. Heard means not here, but here. Here, H E A R T. Hearing means it goes like Shunilena Shunaita, otherwise it's just in the ear. So hearing Prabhupada is, uh, hearing about Srila Prabhupada is so important when disciples of Srila Prabhupada come together, churning the nectar of who is this great personality. If someone in here, as I say, if someone heard Prabhupada even once, even saying something that is apparently material. Give me a glass of water. If you hear Prophet say that, that's more important than 10 PhD or 100 PhD or millions of PhD degrees or all the so-called knowledge in all the world. But why is that? If Prophet says, give me a glass of water, what's, you know, what's the significance of that? Because every word that Prophet said, every step he made, every breath, every hair moving on his body is completely permeated with pure love of Krishna. And the desire to give it to everyone. So every, just like you say, there's such an atmosphere. Prabhupada's presence is so strong because he's completely permeated not, not only with love of Krishna. I mean, that's big enough thing in itself, isn't it? Love of Krishna. But also Gora Shakti, the desire to give that to others. Srila Prabhupada came here to give Krishna to everyone. And he did that. Yes, he did. So, others may speak. Yeah. Otherwise, Kokula Ranjan Prabhu himself could speak for <laughs> How many days? Two days? Three well, days? Four days? I've thought of a few things I'd like to say now, you, but you I'll wait. A, <laughs> you could do a Prabhupada Sapta. That's a good thing. I don't know about that. But. And you also didn't have that much association, but the soul, every, every moment is, it's oceanic, Saliago. And you want to give it. Yeah. You don't want to keep it. We've all seen that, that, uh, video of Saliago speaking about Prabhupada. Yes, yes. That he was oceanic, that Yadubha yes. made that. That's another great series, Yadubha's yes. following oh, the Prabhupada. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, how much work he must have made to find all those things yeah. and then uh, restore them and put them in order and get people to speak. I mean, it's really, you've got a lot of mercy from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to do that. So, um, in the meantime, I lost what I was going to say. Oh, Sally Agarwal, yeah, she's on the, and, she, you know, she's a, an American housewife. There used to be such things. I think it's a, an almost extinct species nowadays. Everyone's an office one, you know, factory one, like that. So, uh, but you could see how her, she's speaking with, in a way that 
non devotees, normal people, mm. poor people, they don't speak. They, they don't have this, this feeling of music for anyone. Even for their dogs. They, I mean, they don't feel, they feel, but it's not that feeling. This is such a person, such a special person, oceanic. Just, you can see, she's touched with Prabhupada's mercy. And that's what Prabhupada wanted us to do. Take out the box, take out the high mountain, spread the mercy. He came, and uh, actually, I, I, know, I can go on with the box. <laughs> I better stop. Let someone else go. Let's just finish the point. Okay, but then if I have that one, there'll be another one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you decide. All right, okay. Um, shortly after Prophet left, our movement went through what is now considered a, a dark period. And it was considered a very wrong move that we had the zonal acharya era. There were the eleven who are considered to be by some to be brigands and rogues and all this kind of thing. And I'm not saying that anything. Much maligned. Um, and it, the, the talk was that uh, that Prabhupada had left, but he'd expanded himself into a level. And that was cons- later that was considered to be uh, a great crime on their part. But actually, that's what Prabhupada wanted. He wanted all of his disciples to, as he said, do as I am doing. So exactly how to do as he was doing, maybe the eleven didn't get it exactly on the right point. And if it was any one but them, I mean definitely, there was no question of me being there, but if I had been there, I'd have messed it up <laughs> a thousand times worse. It was a very difficult period. But yes, Srila Prabhupada wanted that his disciples these spiritual leaders and communicate Krishna consciousness to others. And we can see here in Upanihati Dham how the devotees are spontaneously appreciating Jayataka Maharaj for taking the burden. And really, we, we can see that, uh, I mean, is there, is there any material motivation for a person? In, in what, what material motivation can be there for someone in that physical condition? to come here other than to share what Prabhupada shared wow. with all of us. And uh, Krishna has his Krishna has his way of uh, teaching us all. I mean we don't wish that on anyone, but if there's anyone else no one else would do as he's doing in that condition. Yeah.